time has come to relieve that pain, which will be better for me, but not so enjoyable for all of you. The Pain Clinic Pro Wrestling Talk Show. Can you feel the pain? Wrestling fans, welcome to the Pain Clinic for January 27th. Holidays today, it's Chocolate Cake Day, National Seed Swap Day, and uh, Punch the Clock Day. Pain Clinic's brought to you by Salvatore's Old Fashioned Pizzeria, Palmer's Food Service, and Donuts Delight Empire at Culver. Uh, hey, interested in roller derby, want to be a skater, officiate, Rock City Roller Derby needs you. Contact recruitment at rockderbyrecruitment at gmail.com and join Rock City Roller Derby, even to the men's team, Flower City Fear, F-L-O-U-R, flowercityfear.com. Welcome to the show today. I'm your humble host, the Cash Man. Uh, we are coming live on my new uh, laptop, so I think my camera's a little bit better than it used to be, but uh, I don't know if anything else changes. We'll find out. But I want to, I am uh, your humble host, the Cash Man. I'm joined by D.C. Dan Cole, North Carolina. Good morning, D.C. How are you doing? Good morning. Just fine, Cash Man. All right. Loving uh loving if prepping the 49ers. How about and we are joined by Danger Boy as well. The d- d- Danger Boy from uh parts unknown Rochester, New York Gates. Uh welcome, Danger Boy. Good good morning as well. It's uh it's the royalist of days of the year. It is. And and and, and not only that, but the artiste joins us as well. We're joined by Rob Sanderson, the artiste. Good morning, Rob. How are you doing? I love picture of kissing the cup. Uh, I guess it's, uh, in one way it's, 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 it's quite appropriate. Another, if you think about the words, ah, never mind. Uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll cross <laughs> that topic sometime today, but welcome Rob. How are you doing today? Uh, I could see you for a second and then my monitor just went out. Oh, no. So it's one of those mornings again, but now in a different way, but I think you can hear me. So good morning. Yeah. You, it sounds great. Y'all sound great. We're all here. This is a, our favorite pay-per-view weekend of the year, the Royal rumble, but man, has anything else happened in this, uh, in the world of wrestling this past week? You know, I'm trying to no, nothing. <laughs> gosh, where do you start? You know, that's the question. I guess we start. All right. Thanks for tuning into the pain clinic this week. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> Rob, we will, Rob, we will uh, catch up with you in ESW from last week as well. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, no, it's crazy. I'll tell you some of the things we're going to talk about today and you decide how long you want to stick with us. Okay. Well, one raw is moving, uh, uh, next year. Big news on that. Uh, Dwayne, the rock Johnson added to the TKO board, which run, you know, owns WWE, uh, Vince McMahon resigns from the WWE. Uh, it's, you know, after, um, some, um, um, we'll just say a lawsuit was made public that, uh, uh, very damning we'll say. And, and it's Royal rumble weekend, you know, and on top of everything, we still got that going on, you know, uh, let's start. Why not with the worst part of the week? Uh, 
I'll, we'll start with, uh, it, I think it came down Thursday uh, that one of the, uh, um, Vince McMahon, you may remember when, uh, when he was first forced to resign from the company because of non-disclosure agreements that were being paid by his company, should have been paid by him and, and his, and his, uh, the, the stockholders of his company took it to him and, and he paid him back, but he also resigned and he was gone for a couple months from WWE before he found his way to, way to get back in this time, uh, after I'm not so sure, uh, if he will be able to get back from this one, but, uh, one of his lawsuits became public, uh, because he had had signed a non-disclosure agreement and then decided not to pay the non-disclosure agreement. And, you know, that's only going to cause problems, <laughs> you know? Um, but well, he figured that's how he took over the territories. He would buy them, make one payment and then, Oh, oh well, I'm in charge now. And you can't do anything about it. If I already taken over, he figured it would work with uh, real life too, but it, it does not. It, it did not danger danger. What? So da we all read the 67 page, uh, uh, damning document, uh, court document, uh, uh, with charges against Vince McMahon. We read it all. Um, disgusted in one aspect uh, by many things that were in there. Uh, but uh, in the long run, um, doesn't paint a pretty picture of the guy that was running the company. And this was in just the last couple of years. Remember, he had $17 million in non-disclosure agreements. How many of those ones before this lady, you know, were things like this, you know, uh, issues like, you know, I, I – Absolutely amazing that, uh, you know, the, the quote unquote billionaire, uh, you know, couldn't, couldn't divvy up that money to keep these people quiet because, or, or this would happen, you know, I don't know. It's still pretty disgusting. So the things that were, uh, you know, alleged in the, and, uh, yeah, I, I don't think we should go into what, if, if you want a cliff notes version, read the wall street journal, uh, article on it. Uh, that is very graphic still. Yeah. And if you want to read the whole thing, you might want to sit down for a while when you're doing so. 67 pages of just, it just gets worse and worse as you read on. Yeah. DC, I know you were rather disgusted by it as well. Yeah, I was one of those people that I wanted to read the full thing, get all the full details. And like Danger said, like, I could only read a couple pages at a time. And then I had to stop and go away. Like, it's, it's that bad. And, you know, we're supposed to live under this assumption that uh, innocent until proven guilty. But with someone like McMahon, who has a track record, who you know, the kind of person he is based on other things he's done. I, I truly hope that he gets what's coming to him finally. And they also have legitimate text messages that prove a lot of the points. It doesn't prove everything, but it proves a lot of the points enough to where you have to believe that they're not just making things up you know and i'm really you know i mean and it implicates a few other people as well not just vince but also john laurinaitis uh brock lesnar not by name but uh if he i don't know how many ufc champs were in wwe <laughs> you know crash <laughs> so uh not only that but then a handful of other unnamed wwe employees and executives yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and it's funny. It's uh, interesting. Uh, the lady's name was Janelle uh, uh, that uh, that had the non-disclosure agreement. And, you know, 
it doesn't seem like, you know, after reading it, that this was the first, this is the first person that happened to. So, I mean, like we said, like I said, there were $17 million in other non-disclosure agreements signed, uh, you know, that, and with other people. Well, they had the, they also had this NDA and like it started coming out, he was paying NDAs last year, but there was no names attached to it because there's not supposed to be, it's an NDA, it's non-disclosure. Yeah. And all of a sudden Brad, Brad Shepard has leaked the name of the, the person. How many other people were given that name to report before Brad Shepard actually put it out there? How many said no? Yeah, really. You know, I mean, and, and we know one one of the other people was Christy Hemi, that was one of the NDA signers, and she never admitted it, but it, it was pretty obvious. I'm sure there's a few former Divas from that time that signed stuff like that, and some of them might not be with us anymore from what's being uh, rumored online. Well, yeah, I, I was going to say, I mean, Vince, it's not like, like I said, it's not like he just started doing this a couple of years ago. I mean, he's been in charge of that company since the 80s, you know, since uh, the late 70s and 80s. There was a lot of people who went through that door, you know. Um, so, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's re it's really distasteful. If you want to read it, read it. I mean, it's, you know, it, it's obviously, that's just one, that's just the defendant or the, uh, the lady who's pressing charges perspective on it. I'm not going to say there's any better perspective than that if, some of the things that were mentioned. I mean, I, you know, I'm not, well, it, I'm not into fecophilia. Okay. So uh, I don't get, there's a, there, there's a reason why Stephanie left when this all came out. There's a reason why Stephanie came back when Vince was gone. There's a reason why Stephanie left again when Vince came back. There's a reason the board voted unanimously not to let him back in and he blackmailed them and fired anybody who was voting against him. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty sick. And, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, listen, if you, I'm not going to say he has an excuse, but Vince McMahon was abused as a child. He admitted it. You know, he's, that's been admitted in, in, in interviews in the past and everything. And I'm not saying that it has anything to do with it, but he's never had a normal life. And so, uh, you know, I mean, uh, you know, why be normal? He just, I mean, he gets crazy. I mean, it's do what you want with your own life, but yeah. don't ruin somebody else's in the process. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and, you know, I mean, you read about how the, the he met this girl and how her, both her parents had passed away very quickly and she had no place to go and he was there to help her. And that's like, he took total advantage of that. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, that, you know, that I, you know, you wonder who else then, you know, I mean, uh, this is a person who she was given a, uh, a title in WWE, but really didn't do anything. I mean, I couldn't tell from reading in, in that what she really did. Uh, well, she was this part of the complaint is that she'd be sitting there and her entire you know, other part of her team would be swamped with work and she would have nothing to do. Yeah. And she she was assigned to different departments. And it was, you know, it's only because a guy running the company needed, you know, uh, uh, you know, it's just it's it's pretty disgusting. And and uh, and so TKO, I mean, take TKO. There's a lot of big news this week about WWE. And it's like and in fact, Vince was on. Wall Street ringing the bell with The Rock. Uh, what was it, Tuesday, when they made the big announcement about uh, – there was a big announcement about uh, Raw moving to Netflix. We will talk about that in a little bit. But uh, he was he was all part of that. And then and now, and on Thursday, this bomb dropped, big-time bomb dropped. And then as of last night, he resigned. He said he wasn't going to. He said he was going to fight the charges. And then uh, TKO said Vince McMahon has nothing to do with this product anymore. Pretty much, they put out a statement. Apparently, the that, that Tony Khan statement was an internal memo that got leaked. Nick Khan. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yes, sorry. <laughs> yeah, there's Nick, so many damn cons. The, wrong con. The cons are running <laughs> yeah. everything. You know, it's, Nick, it's, Nick it's cons, a wrestling Nick business. Statement. It's a wrestling business. Doesn't it make sense a con runs everything? No, sorry. Right. <laughs> oh, they do. <laughs> yeah, ex con. So okay. Nick Con put out that Nick Con put out that statement. It was an internal statement, but Vince put out his own statement to ESPN. He's still fighting the charges. Blah blah blah. The reason Vince resigned is because he got the pressure put on him because Slim Jim pulled out of. The Royal Rumble this weekend. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they probably have to change all their uh, like their ring aprons and everything this weekend because uh, Slim Jim said uh, Slim Jim put a statement out. It's too. I, I posted it in our news. It's they said that uh, that 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 you know with with recent things coming out about WWE, they they're a wholesome family company and they and that they don't feel that they're being represented by the company that they're sponsoring. So they took, they, they, they pulled, and it said it was only a temporary pause by them. That meant gave them time for Vince to, to resign. So, you know, I don't know. It's, it's pretty, pretty messed up. Rob, what, what do you think? None of it's surprising and something like this should be surprising, but like as awful as it was to read, every page of those 67 pages like there wasn't a time where i was just like there's no way vince did this if there's anybody who would have done all of those things it's vince and um it it'll be nice to potentially maybe finally see what's coming to him on all that um but like you mentioned i mean this this seems like just the tip of the iceberg we're never going to know everything um yeah times were a little different at some point but uh this stuff specifically was listed. I mean, most of this stuff, if not all of it, was never okay. But most of this stuff we're talking about here was 2019 to 2022. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by then, the world has changed enough to know you can't do any of these things. Um, but, you know, nearly 80-year-old Vince McMahon was going to keep doing what he wanted to do. And to be honest, like between all of this news with Vince this week, and there's a whole other thing going on this week in the hockey world as well. Um, people are finally getting called out for things that that can't happen. And so, in a, in a way, it's nice to see those changes. Um, I just can't help but remember, like, remember when this first time when Vince went away and uh, yet still came out to the crowd and the crowd singing his song and high-fiving him. Uh, all these people are supporting this guy. Uh, and then Stephanie also like comes out and like leads like a thank you Vince chant and stuff like, yeah, none of that stuff looked good at the time and it certainly didn't age well now either. No, no, certainly um, not. And you know, the funny thing is if you think, if you see the dates on these, on the things that this lady did, it really went right up into the point where in which he was forced to resign, you know, I mean, that was cause he talked about his wife finding out and divorcing him. And that all happened when he had to step down back a year uh, and a half ago. So, so, that's garbage. What? Linda and Vince have not been together in yeah. that type of aspect in probably twenty-five to thirty years. Yeah, but I mean, what he said in the in in the in the what it, he says and what is true are two different things. No, but, but yes, but but yeah, but if she did file for divorce at that point, they weren't. I'm not saying they were together. I'm just saying they were legally married still. You know. Well, yeah, she's not filing for divorce. Yeah. Did Steph only leave WWE when Vince came back from that brief hiatus? Yes, yes. yes. She so was, resigned at one point before and yeah. then was brought back as co-CEO after he left. When he when he retired. Yeah, it was like a month and a half was, before. It was when this, the investigation was going on. That's when she stepped down. So, 
so it's not necessarily the case, but today is potentially the first ever day with no McMahons in the WWE. I think Sean Rossap said that Shane might still have a talent contract, but he's not Blow sure. Out his- yeah. So he, every every piece of Shane McMahon is under contract except for his quads. They individually <laughs> under contract. They they yeah. decided not to work. Quad contract, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, Gary's online says call out culture. What do you mean call out culture? You know what? This guy's been living in the in the yeah, gutter. Yeah, for- well, I don't know if that what he means by that, but in term- yeah, call out this stuff. Absolutely, call out this stuff. We'll call it There's, out because I keep seeing comments online from people who are just like, "Ooh, like oh, Vince didn't do any of this stuff." How do you know he didn't do any of this stuff? What? Why didn't she just leave? Yeah. <sighs> she she explained. It, yeah. I will say that's why I think she was a little naive because one, she worked for the WWE for a year and was in a $200,000 position by the end of one year with them. So to be honest with you, I think she was a little naive thinking that she really had any career in what she was doing. I don't think she naive. I think she was desperate. She was desperate. Yeah. yeah. And that's, and that's how you you groom people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and Vince McMahon, you know, his, his net worth has, has been on a little bit of a roller coaster, but the dude can pay the three million dollars yes, that he agreed to. So, like, even the the uh, it's such a small part in all of this because, like, in my mind's like, no amount of money excuses all of this kind of stuff. Um, but he could have just followed up on what he said he was going to do, but instead he wants to be careful. Another one of these uh, rich owners in the sports world and entertainment world that thinks like, well, I can do whatever I want. I'm not going to follow through and pay the money that I agreed to. What's $3 million to him when he's got billions? But a lot of people operate that way. A lot of his friends operate that way, too. So, Oh, yeah. And and like like uh, Danger Boy said when we first started, you know, he went and bought all those uh, territories up and never paid them after the first payment, you know? And they, what could they do? You know, I mean, it's part of the attitude of thinking you can get away with anything because you've got all the money. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, and he, well, the power's gone, buddy. So, and, and you could read in that in the lawsuit where she said that he had lawyers on his fingertips and he always kept threatening her by saying, you know, if I get my lawyers involved, you you'll be erased or whatever. You know, I mean, we you know, I can make it basically saying you can make people disappear. Yeah, yeah. Which again yeah. is one of those things that people with all the money in the world use as power and control and grooming and all of these things to try to basically run things without getting in any trouble. So um, I'm happy to see him get caught and his legacy is completely destroyed. Uh, screw you, Vince McMahon. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I all I can think back to is when he, uh, he got Jimmy uh, Superfly Snuka off of charges of murder, you know, uh, you know, back, back, I mean, we're talking back in the very beginning, you know, he, he had that kind of power back then, you know? So it's, uh, yeah, there's a few things that crossed my mind about this this week, but you know, you know, if, if he's gone for good and there's no way he can get back in and, uh, you know, it may, and the funny thing is I've seen a lot of memes where it's like Chris Benoit shaking Vince's hand as they come into hell together or whatever, or he's welcoming Vince to hell. So it's like, uh, <laughs> I, the part that is really interesting to me going forward on all this is more than a couple of years ago, like was mentioned, like there's other people that are very specifically uh, listed with all of this. And this can't be the only hammer that's dropping, basically. Um, yeah, TKO like, needs to clean house. 
Yeah, I, I mean, like, yeah, John Laurinaitis doesn't yeah. work there anymore, but like he's got to get what's coming to him on that. And I wonder, like, I mean, these other executives too, even the personal assistants that are just like, here's this shady twenty thousand dollar gift card that I was told to give you and stuff. Like, you know, like some of that stuff. Like, maybe it, maybe they're involved, maybe they're not, whatever. But like the different, uh, you know, employee one, employee two, whatever it was, that yeah. kind of stuff. And and did. I don't want to speculate, but like there had to be a lot of other people that knew what was going on with a lot of this stuff. And I'm not saying the guy whose nickname has three of the letter H in it, but like, I'm curious. There's no way he didn't yeah. not know. There's no way anybody in the company, they said executive right. five is the one that would, that, that like, you know, frowned upon this girl every time she was involved in anything because they, everyone, there was all the guys that were for it. And then there was this executive who knew exactly, you know, treated her exactly like she was, you know, why she was in the position she was, you know, I mean, I think, well, you know, well, and then part of the complaint too was, you know, she has proof that Vince was openly flaunting this to yeah. employees. Yeah. Sending pictures. Yeah. yeah. Sending videos. Hey guys, look at my phone. Yeah. I, I, there's so yeah, much. Not to mention the fact just... that Vince McMahon texts like a tween. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for. Yeah. Okay. So you. yeah. That, <laughs> maybe the like. There's so many disturbing aspects to all of that, but that's probably the uh, the underrated disturbing part. <laughs> there's nothing yes. illegal about like the way in which he types, but oh my god, is that embarrassing? <laughs> yeah. There's so many specific parts of the way that he types that make me want to vomit. Um, Gosh. and, and overall, all of this, I, you know, like there's so many people who have thought and the I one word that doesn't have in, an E that always had an E you, you said specifically what I called out <laughs> in, uh, in a conversation a couple nights ago. Yeah. Ugh. Um, the character, Mr. McMahon has for a long time been awarded by many people as the greatest heel in the history of the professional wrestling business. And I think we're just finding out more and more as the years go on that it wasn't a character like that was him. But we wanted to think it was just a character. But like, no, like that that's part of what makes all of this like so easy to believe. Like the guy who was making people Trish, Trish Trash, bark, and like, bark a like a dog yeah, and yeah, yeah. <clears throat> saying racist things and all these like th like. You know, he turns out from a guy who's kind of inappropriately wearing a do rag on WWE CW to being a doo doo rag guy. I don't know, yeah. but like, does anybody also remember the uh, <sighs> the backstage segment with him and Stephanie, where Stephanie alluded to the fact that Vince trafficked her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, at least the uh, incest angles got turned down <laughs> that he had pitched over the years. True, true. You know. There, yeah, this is this is you know, uh, and I I don't think this is the end of it. We're just seeing the tip of the iceberg because, like I said, he has seventeen million other dollars in NDAs that have not come forward yet, and I'm and I'm sure there's people that he doesn't even have signed NDAs with that probably have stories. And they, I was gonna say that's just the stuff we quote unquote know about. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So and and and, and this is the end of his run there. So it's like I'm. I just can imagine. But remember, he he's got a series coming out. His you know the Vince McMahon biography on Netflix or whatever that's coming out in a few months. I wonder if they're going to have to revamp this whole thing or scrap it all yeah, together. That, Bill Simmons might have to put that back on pause and redo it again. Yeah, because that's that's uh, put it on another streaming platform when Netflix is like, mm, yeah, we want people yeah. to watch WWE. <laughs> 
coming up. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah that uh, there's it's just it's just amazing that uh, um, that you know uh, he would you know go. I mean, this would not be even an issue if he had just paid if he had just paid them you know the minuscule amount compared to what he has, but he didn't, and uh, she came out. Well, I'm glad he didn't because now he can get called out. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And I mean, he, I wonder what he thought of like the, uh, the call out phrase in the world of wrestling, the me twos and stuff like that, where his company, when he was in charge of had to let people go because of that. And, and the things they were doing weren't half as bad as some of the stuff that he is. He, you know, he probably did all the time, you know, uh, it's just interesting. Uh, but is, uh, you know, he has stepped down. There's, I, I mean, he did put out, he said he did it for the company and the people who worked there more than, cause he could have just fought it. He could have stayed, you know, I'm sure it was not. I mean, so Brandon Thurston was reporting it earlier in the week or, you know, on Thursday when this came out that they really had no reports from DKO unless he resigned. Yeah. I'm sure that he was not willing to resign himself. I'm sure he was forced into this 100% because Vince is a douchebag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he doesn't he, – it's his company. He built it, you know, but he also sold it, you know, and so. And he sold it. He yeah. only owns about 13% currently, and he can't force his way back in this time. And he can't and, – and who knows? There's probably something – he probably thinks he can, you know, eventually. Oh, it'll all stem down after a couple years, and I'll find my way back in or something, you know, or he's 80 years old, you know. I think it's the end, the end of what we're, you know, of, uh, do you think we could make $3 million if we like hosted a live special where we just brought in like every female who worked for the WWE in the attitude era and they just told stories? Yeah. We get 3 million from him. There's no way he treated any of them properly at this point. Like I I don't have a, like, I'm not under the belief that like, Oh, he just did this to this person and that person or whatever. Like I'm under the, the belief that like, this is the culture that he's, like maybe he cleaned up some things over the years or hid things more, but uh, I, I yeah, it, it's just it's it's a change that was clearly needed. Uh, I want to hear what comes, they let him back in two years ago. I want to hear what would come out of the mouth of uh, the wife of a former UFC heavyweight champion who may or may not have been named in this lawsuit mm-hmm. because she had a big falling out with WWF at the time for mm-hmm. a reason and took a lot of money to come back. So so there's no proof that he actually ever did anything with this girl, but she apparently sent videos to him. We know that from uh, what, you know, he because that's what he had asked to send videos to. But, but and, and eventually they were going to meet up, but it never happened, I think. So specifically named the reason he resigned or one of the reasons he resigned is because that he was going to get to have his way with her. Yeah. So it, it's interesting because also uh, didn't um, Johnny marry the Bella Twins' mom? You mm-hmm. know, in two thousand yeah. uh-huh. in two thousand sixteen. I I wonder, you know, what were that? There's so many people that this impacts. Yeah. Like, I can only imagine what's going through her head and the Bellas, and like Cena was obviously part of that mix for a period of time. Like, I don't. I mean, Cena was hanging out with Vince with creepy mustache. Vince like after he was gone the first time like yeah. what did he know on all this stuff but um I mean I can't imagine like you know like today waking up and being like one of Vince's granddaughters or something like there's just so many people that this impacts in, <laughs> in different ways that um I, yeah it, it's it's a nice feeling to think like there's no chance there's no chance in hell that he ever comes back again but I guess never say never but I, I really want to say never at this point. I don't see how it could be 
even remotely possible. Maybe all maybe Vince is all elite. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, no. No, I don't think so. Vince can go go fight with himself in CYN. Yeah, sure. You know, maybe he could. Oh, I'm glad that's not a thing anymore. Maybe he'll go start up his own new wrestling company in Saudi with his boy that's running for president and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, and 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 there's more stories that come out. We're not going to see them all. I mean, imagine if Vince went and really wrote his biography now and was completely honest. You know, it would. You know, he. You know, obviously, you know. Uh, there's way more stories than the one we're just we just got. So uh, you're you're never going to hear those stories come from Vince's side. And with the people in the NDAs, you probably won't hear anything. It's going to be the, the fringe people that didn't sign anything, or family members of people who might not be able to talk, who might also have no recourse because of other reasons afterwards. Yeah. So so if he's just gone, I'll be, I'll be satisfied with that. But I mean, his name is synonymous with pro wrestling, you know, and it's, and I, 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 you know him, he can't stay away. He couldn't stay away the first time he had to resign, you know? Well, he got bad advice on resign on retiring. I, well that he, you know, it's amazing that it's like, uh, how often does a, uh, a, a publicly traded company have to go back in and put in their, and redo their uh, yearly amounts, uh, what, what filing and stuff like that. When they realized that seventeen to twenty million were to pay off NDAs for this guy who you know likes to do all sorts of terrible things to people. You S- know? Sadly, probably more than you think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. DC. I'm almost. I'm almost sad. I'm not. I'm I said that's a topic that... for off here. Yeah. <laughs> I wish John Laurinaitis kind of had still worked there just so that like he could be as much in the spotlight right now too because he he needs to not just be like forgotten about in all of this terrible stuff because Vince is like so he's got so much against him and all this and there's so much attention on it and stuff but like even if you just took the Laurinaitis parts, this would still be a big story. Seriously, so, seriously, and yeah. and, and, when, yeah. and when they talk about Vince in his three ways, whether he they don't specifically mention the third person, you know. That's, uh, I man, I, I mean, it's ten thirty in the morning, but it's just like I know, I know, it's, things that I'd never want to picture. Yeah, no, and Ugh. and and it's, so there's other. I mean, there's the one doctor apparently was in on it too as well. His, yeah. his personal physician. There was other executives mentioned. I don't think they were ever mentioned in like sharing her or anything, but they were. They do were in the the know. This hmm. it's a really interesting. Well, you there's know. the part about showing the pictures at the production crew, like the TV truck. Hmm. Somebody left there recently. Yeah, to 15 guys. He said they showed it up, and then one, and he said that she wanted every single one of those guys in the production truck. Hmm. Yeah, one of them just recently retired. Hmm. Oh yeah, hmm. Hmm. that's true. That's hmm. true. So. So maybe there'll be a change uh, in the company. I mean, TKO now is, uh, I've read rumors. I'm not sure if it's true or not, but they want to get rid of anybody associated with McMahon that was involved in the company. Uh, they, wa- they want to clean house, as they say. And, uh, you know, I mean, right now, I'm guessing it's probably, <sighs> I can't imagine. I mean, I don't know how many serious long-term execs are with that company anymore. They got rid of. All their PR guys who were with them for thirty years, they got rid of a lot of people. So, you know, I don't... do you think that uh, one Paul Levesque right now is thinking about like planning for the Royal Rumble, or is he in a like a boardroom in some hotel in Tampa right now with people just going over 
like the exact response to questions that are going to be asked at the post-show media yeah. scrum tonight. Yeah, seriously. Because uh, I'm sure he's are, memorizing exactly what he's going to say are, on that. Are they doing the media scrum tonight? Yeah, apparently they still are. Uh, did, did you see oh. that? Did you see that? Yeah. Uh, well, I saw Heyman on, uh, uh, he was on Paul, Pat McAfee's show a couple days ago when that news all had broken and he didn't, and Pat McAfee, like 15 minutes before the news happened. Yeah. 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 He, mm -hmm. Pat McAfee said, wow, there's a ton of stuff in WWE. And then he proceeded to talk about the Royal rumble completely with Paul Heyman the whole time or talking about Paul Heyman's history. Obviously there's a hush hush on that from anybody. Of course, you know why, you know, Nobody. The only one I've seen who's actually had an interview where someone asked was asked about it was Nia Jax, and she went with the "I'm only preparing for the Royal Rumble, I'm doing my job" type deal, which is apparently what they were told to say so far. Do you? What about? Uh, so we were talking rumors that that Brock Lesnar would be a mystery opponent. Is he a mystery opponent anymore uh, in the Royal? No, there's not, no chance. He he will not be in this Rumble. Yeah. We know some things about him too. So, I mean, if he is, there'll be, be some crazy signs out there, you know, uh, I can imagine. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a really a bad situation and they need, it is interesting though, that like not only just a rumble appearance, but the rumors of like how that could have led into a major, major feud going into mania and stuff for that might like, this may have derailed a lot of the booking side of things with like, who is Gunther going to face and could Gunther win the rumble on like all this stuff. If he's not going to wrestle Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 40 and all this kind of stuff. So there's a lot of question marks right now, more than there even were a couple days ago. And, but. you know, I thought that when we go going into this show this week, I thought we were going to talk about the promo between Cody and CM Punk that was going to be the big story of the week. Uh, who? How did I know what was going to happen after Monday night this week? You know, even when you opened the show and you mentioned like the deal with Netflix, I'm like, wow, that was this week too. Yeah, because yeah. it feels like it's yeah. been eight years since then in terms of wrestling news. Yeah, it's like, what do you think that would have happened if Netflix <laughs> knew all this stuff? Especially Vince McMahon would not have been on Wall Street uh, ringing the bell there uh, if uh, if they had any inkling this was going to come out on Thursday. So. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 there's so much more to be said about it and I'm sure we will hear about it and let's see what happens this weekend, uh, with the Royal Rumble, see if it affects anything. We know it will affect probably Brock Lesnar being in it, you know, and who knows what else, uh, danger. You did mention something, um, before we, uh, we are going to move on. I'm sorry. I know we talked 30 minutes about Vince McMahon and we probably could go two hours about him, but there's a lot of stuff to talk about today. But Danger, you talked about uh, the the card that um, Sports Illustrated had put up that they had taken down. But yeah. but if you watched Monday Night Raw this week, they were pairing up all those people that that Sports Illustrated had claimed. You know, well they they paired them. The Sports Illustrated thing came out the next day. Yeah, and Justin Brasso, who wrote it, straight up the day after that, responded, "I apologize. I was led astray by." previously reliable sources now they never hit on anything they predict anyway so i don't know what reliability these sources had to start with yeah but they were predicting seth and gunter uh cody and cm punk and then the rock and reigns yeah and yes they were pushing it looked like they were pushing that kind of stuff on monday but then he came out and said no and it like apparently they were pissed off backstage that this was reported that it was you know put out there and that nothing was actually locked down for anything at this point. I'll be honest with you. I like CM Punk and Cody. I would like that. I love how that promo they had on Monday night. You know, I thought that was, 
built up a really good match that obviously we're not going to get at WrestleMania now, but, uh, and the rock too. Well, the, in light of what's happened, I, that might be the direction they go now anyways. It, yeah. yeah. I don't know what to think in all of this. Cause there's, there are still a bunch of different possibilities in that. And I'm not going to go on my anti-punk, you know, platform or anything here, but, uh, the guy still hasn't had a televised match yet. Can he win the rumble and be the challenger or do they need to put him into a big feud, whether that's Cody or something else going, I, I don't know what they're going to do. Like the, yeah. like it going into the rumble. I thought a couple days ago that I had a much better idea of like what to predict. And this morning I'm just like, I, I don't know what they're going to well, do. Well, This kind of leads me into what I'm talking about next with uh, WWE signing a, a 10 year deal with Netflix to move Monday night raw there starting in January of 2025. Now, not only did they Netflix sign that deal, but also TKO that same day added Dwayne The Rock Johnson to the board of directors of TKO who own WWE, who own UFC, and they as a as a I guess as a signing gift, they gave him the name The Rock to use any way he wants to use it. There's mad fire going on right now about the rock taking on Roman reigns at WrestleMania. I mean, it, I, if it wasn't super hyped before it is, I've seen it like get red hot this week. Cause the rock, apparently the rock has now, now wants to do that. Um, and now that he's the rock, he owns the name. He doesn't, you know, I don't know. I, is that a big deal? Is that a big deal for him not to have the rock name? I mean, he's done all these movies as Dwayne Johnson, you know, we all, he's, he's gotten bigger than his name. Yeah. That's why I think yeah. so too. He doesn't you know? need it. Yeah, I don't think it's literally big... and physically. I mean, he's yeah. he's ginormous currently. Yeah, the he's boulder. the boulder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a ten-year deal. It's uh, five billion dollars for Monday Night Raw. The Rock now is sitting on the board of directors. So it's it's not only for Monday Night Raw though, because it's also the international rights. Yeah, yeah we're WWE networks. The WWE networks going away in a lot of countries, and it's going to be replaced. Everything's going on Netflix. And I wouldn't be surprised if it also includes an opt-in for when the Peacock deal runs out, that everything moves over to Netflix that way as well. Yeah, they said also that SmackDown and any of their other shows will still be on a different channel here in the United States, but worldwide will be distributed by Netflix. So that means everything they put out will be – that's one thing. They've always had difficulties, signing different markets around the world and trying to keep them up. Now they don't have to. They've got Netflix. Netflix is worldwide, you know. And, uh, they, you know, I mean, yes, it's I've, I've known people that immediately threw their So hand, is Titus. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> I know people immediately threw their hands up when this was signed and said, you mean I got to buy another – pay service to watch this now who doesn't have netflix though i don't <laughs> i don't uh, well i will say this though it's it's the it's the best move netflix has made in a very long time because everything now revolves around those subscriber numbers and what better way to get millions of more people subscribing to your product than to have exclusive rights to a global brand like wwe now let me ask you and they're also yeah. They're also running out. They're they're starting their new. I mean, they've started it already, but their their ad platform for a lower price where you get ads, and you'll still see the ads on the lower platform with with raw and stuff. But on the higher stuff, you won't. You'll just see what happens during the break. Now, listen. Do they have a streaming service that like goes continue like a channel? Because that's what people want to know. Is it going to still be on Monday night? What's how's this going to work? I mean, is it going to be like you know? Uh... The thought is it will still be on Monday night. Is what uh, Nick Khan said. He's if they want to move it, he's yeah, I mean, he can't stop them, but they it, it'll still be live. 
So they're going to. <laughs> I did like the joke image running around <laughs> people watching. It's like when you finally get into the third hour of Raw and it has the pop up from Netflix. Are you still watching? Are you still watching? Yeah. I like the old Netflix, Netflix and chill. And it, all the wrestlers were posting that show, you know, with them like, you know, <laughs> posting wrestling rings and stuff like that. It's like, I guess not so much chill with Netflix anymore if you're watching wrestling. But they, that means they have. Is to- Netflix going to get into more live streaming stuff then with this? They're too? I mean, to- yeah, I wonder how much is going to change with that over the next year, even. Yeah, they're going to have to create either that or they're going to do it like Peacock does, where they like, you know, before Monday night, eight o'clock, it says, wait, f- 10 minutes and we'll start your program. And you'll sit there in a dark screen for 10 minutes or whatever, you know, it's like as uh, long as it's not like uh, the NHL moving to ESPN plus and every single commercial break. Live it's the same commercial. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't take it. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> yeah. So this is big deal because. uh Remember that also AEW is chopping around too. And it's like now that makes Warner Brothers, uh, you know, almost a, a sink for AEW to stick with them. Warner Brothers well, that's Discovery. Just, I, I know of some people who literally like the only reason that they still have some kind of not even just cable, but like whether it's YouTube TV, Sling, Direct TV, Spectrum, whatever it is, like they've only had that still for wrestling at this point. Me too. That's and why now, I DVR yeah. too. That's why, you know, so I can DVR it, you know? So like there, there's, there's definitely a lot of pros and cons CONS and all of this <laughs> that like, if you are paying all this money monthly for the ability to watch wrestling and now like, okay, well I either I just go over to Netflix, which I already have, or I get Netflix now and add that to my monthly costs so that I can watch raw. Like, are these people still going to pay that money so they can see, uh, SmackDown AEW? Like, I mean, this, this could have good and bad implications for AEW on that because like, I mean, it almost helps that SmackDown still supposed to be, uh, something that you're going to have to view in that kind of way. Yeah. Cause if WWE was completely a hundred percent Netflix in the United States, then a lot of people that just be like all right i don't need this anymore like that was the last thing um i mean honestly for me like there's only a couple of things that i actually watch through like youtube tv uh every week and then i still have to find a different way to get like msg and nhl network stuff but um i don't know it's the whole landscape is changing and like some people are excited that they that they are gonna save some money going forward but there's a lot of other people that are gonna have to pay for yet another streaming service but maybe they can get that money back from getting rid of peacock at some point i don't know like i forgot it's 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 a weird dynamic with peacock like still having like the library and all that kind of stuff i forgot that wwe actually still runs their network too i mean it's still it's still on my phone it still does some new stuff once in a while yeah i remember when i didn't want to download that app we used to talk about that every week on the show and then I finally did. And I think I finally did like over a decade ago at this point. So, wow. Yeah. So, so, you know, the way that people do Netflix nowadays is they, they have a friend who has it and then they just use their login. No, I, they crack down on that. Yeah. I cracked down I, I, on that big time. That's what I was hearing. Them and Disney Plus and a bunch of these and Max, they're all kind of like, uh, you know, I mean, if you have two people on at the same time, what you can't do that anymore. So if someone's, you know, if you you're borrowing and they can tell your IP address from the login. So they can block you. So there are things like that, but I mean, in the, you know, maybe 10 years ago, five years ago, you know, everybody was sharing the same Netflix login, you know, not, not quite anymore, but so 
In the long back run. in my day, I remember getting three DVDs in the mail from Netflix in yeah. college. <laughs> oh, times. Oh my gosh. The, the three hours of Raw on DVD every week. Yeah. <laughs> Leave the memories alone. Yeah. So, yeah, there are penalties for now sharing your password, I'm saying. So, yeah, we wouldn't want to do that. But, uh, wow. I mean, but, you know, so I think this is great. I mean, the only bad thing is that. that Raw will be ending in uh, the end of September, and they don't start with Netflix until the first the first of January, twenty twenty five. So you've got three months where right now they're going to they're working on a plan. Maybe they'll go to Peacock with you know live Raw and Peacock for that period or something. I don't know. I have no idea what they're going to do. I don't think they right now at the moment they probably have some sort of plan when they sign, knowing that they were going to have three months off the air. So. It'll never happen, but I really would love to see them take a break and rotate their talent between SmackDown and getting their first real vacation of their professional careers and let everything reset and then come back big after a few months with like tons of anticipation and everything for a big actual season debut. Um, that'll never happen. But I don't know. I mean, if you're Peacock, do you I, I guess you would want that because you got people at least temporarily, but you're also just like hyping up like this show for then Netflix to like be like, all right, now you guys got to go all to Netflix. See ya. Um, I don't know. There, it, there's a lot of things. I mean, USA, it sounds like it's definitely not going to be with them, which is weird because they're still a partner with SmackDown going forward. But there's got to be some kind of plan. That's right. SmackDown is moving to USA. So uh, Monday night SmackDown. <laughs> Boy, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, do you want to compete against Netflix? I mean, the same you have you have a contract with them for their pro program, and I'm sure there's you know it probably is not a definitive day on it. You know, I mean, if I'm USA, I'm trying to do that because then I saved a little money, whatever. Like I've got SmackDown, like I get to still have Monday night programming, which is in a lot of ways an ideal night. Um, I mean, you're certainly not going to move Raw to like Saturday nights. That's for sure. No. Remember when uh, the last time WWE left USA and they kept uh, they kept hitting the delay button every time they talked about where they were going, you know, on the, those last few shows that they had? That's when they were going to TNN, you know, the, the Nashville Network or whatever it was. Uh, uh, I, I swear wasn't, I, wasn't there one when, like, they were coming back from, was it CW or something? I don't know. Yeah, it was like they couldn't talk about where they were going. But yeah, yeah, they and, and visit the website and find out. Yeah, I know. I definitely, I definitely remember on USA that they they had hit the delay every time they were talking about where they were going for the next show, and uh, and I thought that was so. Who knows? You know what kind of relationship? I they still do have when you are correct. So I'm guessing it'll be peaceful. But uh, it just yeah. makes me think of like I, I understand they do it, but it always feels like slightly weird to me when like you're watching an NFL playoff game and they're like, all right, coming up later on CBS and later on ESPN is yeah. this and stuff. And it's like, Whoa, like it's so weird sometimes to see those other logos. Um, yeah. Yeah. Especially that match. I mean, in the olden days, you couldn't even say any of them. I mean, it was like, you could not mention anything else, you know? So it's uh, yeah. And, and it's interesting. Maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe the, if they do end their relationship with Peacock, the WWE network comes back. Maybe I mean, spent a lot of time and effort in making that, that chant, that, uh, that you got to believe Netflix which just really, really yeah, wants to get that as soon as possible. Netflix, it would go directly to Netflix. Because uh, yeah, because uh, I don't think there's no way Monday Night Raw is worth that five billion on its own. Yeah, five hundred thousand, five hundred million a year for ten years. So that uh, that. But they they have an out after five years, but they can also re up 
for up to 10 years afterwards. So it can be a five, 10 or 20 year deal. Obviously WWE is forethinking thing. And this is the way everything is going with uh, viewing habits of people. And it's true. I mean, listen, people do, you know, watch Max and Netflix and Hulu and all these different channels instead of having cable because cable is taking a big dive, you know, and it, and the reason that they have is because they charge more because there's less people watching and they, it's all crazy, but it's, I hope it destroys spectrum. I'm just saying, you know, but, I mean, you, but you can lower your bill if you want to get a landline cash. <laughs> yeah. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah. Oh yeah. They wouldn't let me, I, it's funny. I was canceling my internet because I now I have a uh, green light. It's canceling my internet. And the whole time they're trying to sell me on other things. It's like, and I, and I already had gotten green light. So it's like, I don't want, you know, I said, I'm sorry, but there's no way I'm coming back to this. I already have the installed and I'm using it. So, but they and they say, well, how about this? And, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, stop it. Stop it. You know, uh, they, they just would not give up. Uh, um, so yeah, I, that maybe this might be my way out of, of spectrum too, because it's like truly raw and other wrestling shows are the reason I keep so I can DVR them and as well, you know, and, and also sports, obviously football, you know, you're going to get, you know, but football is about to take a break after the Super Bowl. So football's over with. Yeah. 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 It was over after last week. Sorry, right? Danny. I mean, good <laughs> luck for some of you. But, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's over for some people, but, uh, there, so let's see what else did we have on the list to talk about? I think we've beaten this one to death. Um, let's see. Um, Okay, we talked about Rock getting added to the TKO board. How about let's talk about the Royal Rumble and now the implications and some maybe some surprises going on. You know, can there be surprises? If Rock, if, if Brock Lesnar was surprised, it's no longer probably going to be happening. But there's some women I know that are possibly coming back. Sonya Deville's been in the gym. Uh, Jade Cargill might be a surprise, but uh, what, Trinity she has to be Trin you know? Trinity. You think mm -hmm. Trinity? Uh, yeah, after saying goodbye at uh, TNA last week. Um, and by the way, uh, uh, um, who was it? Uh, uh they had uh, someone I was I haven't watched it all yet, but last week's TNA, good stuff, man. There's some good, they're doing some good stuff. I tell you, if you have not watched it before, definitely tune in. Okada was on. Okada wrestled on TNA last week. They've, they've got people teasing that they're going to get a major deal soon for TV as well, so maybe more people can be able to watch it. Yeah, maybe they'll get that that slot that uh, ML or that uh, uh, NWA screwed up. You know, they got they, it's they're on the streaming service for CW now. Okay, that's right, that's right. So good because you know they're I mean they're spending money obviously. You know they're they're you know they're bringing in Mustafa Ali now. You know and. Uh, I love that, like the hard to kill, like the whole setup there and the, like the theater, the stage, the every, like, I just thought it was so, it was so good. It was so refreshing. Uh, it would be really nice for them to be somewhere where people could easily watch them. Um, and this is such a minor thing, but I was happy to see some wrestlers mentioning it online. Um, as somebody who spends way too much time every week making match graphics, shout out to whoever's doing that right now in TNA. Cause I think those are the, like their new graphics with their, change to the red and yellow tna and stuff like their whole look is just solid it's different they've got the the bright ring ropes like everything like i just really like what they've done with their entire like design of everything yeah and 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 they're and and obviously we're getting a lot of these big stars showing up there now that have signed with them recently and it's 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 good stuff i mean i've been you know it's definitely worth you know it reminds me back to maybe 10 15 years ago with tna you know 
how excited we on were. that Osprey Josh Alexander rematch. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. When, so good. When he did that, he did that small, uh, uh, what was it, S- small package pile driver into the table outside of the ring. I swear to God, someone died there. It, the way that table smashed into a million pieces. It was like, there, it was just a great match in general. They've had two incredible matches on TNA TV in the last like month, those two guys. And it was like, and Alexander, you know, I mean, obviously they came out and you see them both point at the TNA symbol as they're spinning around each other to before their first hookup. It was, you know, obviously, yeah, and that, that's why, you know, that's why uh, their boss man came out and like cut that promo at the end of the show where he's like, these guys grew up on TNA and they want, they asked specifically to wrestle in this ring. And so there's a lot of, you know, I mean, obviously AJ Styles was a big influence on a lot of people too as well. And, you know, his time with TNA obviously built that company. Maybe someday he'll go back when he's done with WWE being angry AJ, AJ all the time. But uh, do- I just like that we're in an era that somehow like Will Ospreay is able to to go do these matches and you can tell like how much he loves the TNA chance. He loves being there for a couple appearances and stuff like it's a guy that like has a new Japan contract and an AEW contract like already like ready to kick in and stuff. But yet like he's able to help like kind of kickstart this new era of TNA too. I, I think that's really cool that like a lot of these companies are are somewhat allowing things with each other right now. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, even like tonight we're supposed to see CMLL people on collision and stuff too. Like I, there's there's a lot of bizarre stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, and I agree with you about uh, you know Osprey and, and with them and everything, and that I think that uh, it's it, you know I mean, that, and plus it just shows you what a great wrestler Josh Alexander is too, man. What a what a, he should be yeah. the champion of that company. I mean, as much as I like Moose, I don't. This guy is like you know just he, he's a a total package in the ring. Don't know why no one ever snipped him when they had an opportunity to get him because he uh, he's definitely you know well and and I would say like his. The the North, the former Monster Mafia, like Josh Alexander and Ethan Page is still, in my mind, one of the most underrated tag teams of all time. Um, and it's unfortunate that so much of their televised run was in an era where nobody could see it, really. I mean, a lot of people just didn't have the channel or whatever, didn't know what was going on. But um, yeah, it's nice to see Josh Alexander getting getting these big matches and being able to show what he can what he can do because he's He's incredible. Yeah, he is. He is. And it just, you know, to, to highlight those, that show last week with him in the main event against, uh, you know, against Osprey, it was just amazing. I'm so funny is I, I don't, you know, sometimes I get, I, I'm not gonna say I get bored, but sometimes I'll like be doing two things at the same time while I'm watching the show. This time I was completely focused on it and it was just a great show overall. And just did, you know, some of their changes since the new year. And if they do get another syndicating deal someplace else i think you know or you know, like you said they're on the streaming service that's really that that's a big plus but i mean they uh, well they, we were looking into it this week too because i think right now there's a way to like subscribe to them through youtube and it used to be five bucks a month i'm pretty sure it's only 99 cents a month now where you can actually go in and watch the full episodes and stuff too uh, i think you have to wait like a half hour into the like when the live show starts airing to be able to watch it but I mean, if if that's a show that you want to watch, I mean, that's a pretty nice way to be able to go up to go about it to still see that product. And I also really wonder what they're paying Nick Nemeth because I just think that in all of the big wrestling signings, that is such a huge deal for them to be able to land him to do stuff there. I mean, that's something that you know sometimes you would have thought that wouldn't have been possible or whatever, or like oh, there's no way they're going to get him, but they got him. And I mean, I think that's. 
it is drawing attention. Um, he's going to put on some good matches there. And uh, I mean, good for them for being able to get, I still would love to see him do some stuff, you know, in other places, obviously he popped up in new Japan at Wrestle Kingdom. So he's going to do some stuff there. There's some dream matches. I would love to see him have in AEW and some other places too, but it's a big deal for TNA to be able to, to use his talents. I wonder if there's like a deal with WWE where it's like, if they cut you, you and you don't go to AEW, there's a chance they'll bring you back after a while, you know, kind of like Trinity's coming back after spending a year in, uh, in working for, uh, we're, we're going to see someone who went to AEW come back tonight as well. I'm fairly certain. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think, I think Andrade is coming oh, back. Oh yeah. Tonight. What about, yeah. what about, uh, what about, uh, Monet? Is she, uh, AEW. It's AEW definitely. So it's so that you know, I know uh, WWE spokesman said they're not interested in contract tampering, which means they're under the belief she signed. Okay. So I was gonna say she or also they're running the biggest red herring out there in the history of the world and she's gonna show up. Well, she they were her and her and Bailey were watching Trinity's last match uh at the uh, t- hard to kill. So they were up in the stands for that. She did have a birthday yesterday when which Bailey did, you know, wish her a happy birthday and stuff. Not that that may, really they're friends, obviously, outside of the, you know, Bailey went to Japan when uh, Sasha Banks or Monet debuted. So, um, you know, obviously they're good friends and everything. But I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't be, I mean, you know, I've been, we've been red herring before. So, um, you know, but. I just wonder in all of that, like, what, what would it have been like? There, there's been a few big what ifs, like in wrestling these last few years. And like, what if Mercedes Monet hadn't gotten injured? And then she could have made a huge, huge like splash upon arriving at like AEW a year ago or whatever the case is. Like, I don't know whatever, like if AEW has signed her and she finally debuts after it's been rumored for so long and all this stuff, like, is it going to be that big of a deal? I don't, I don't think it's going to be nearly as big of a deal now as it would have been a year ago. You know, had she been healthy, had it could have happened like as soon as she was available. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, I mean, I, I think she can definitely make a, a big, I hate how much it's weird to say the word impact when there's an impact company kind of, but like, or an impact TV show now, but yeah. um, I don't know if it's going to be as big of a deal, uh, you know, when it does finally happen, just I, because everybody's been waiting for it for so long that they've kind of moved on. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. You know, I, I, I was thinking that when we were talking about last time we talked about Sasha, it's like, what kind of, is it a big deal? You know, I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, I will say one thing. Trinity copied her hair, though. I, you don't notice how Trinity's hair was like, it looked like almost like snake skin almost. It was pretty crazy, you know? I'm really banking on some of these surprises uh, occurring at uh, Revolution in March. I'm, I'm fully predicting you already got Sting's retirement. We're going to get Will Ospreay's first match. We're going to get, um, I could easily see Monet debuting. And I would also lose my mind if Okada debuted there too. Yeah, Okada, big free agent right now. You know, that's that's a thought. Is that if when Okada debuts in AEW, that's where it would be. Yeah, I mean, I and I hope that kind of stuff happens on the pay per view. I mean, again, we're kind of in this era where a lot of stuff they like the TV networks want the debuts and stuff, and uh, they don't want surprises as much as like things that'll make people tune in and get the ratings, but. I'm all about those surprise debuts. And I, I really wonder, like, somebody mentioned this week, like, thinking about, like, All In coming up in August, like, how many people are going to be a, in a prominent spot on that card that aren't even currently active in that company or signed to that company yet? 
I mean, and it's going to be, it's going to feel like another new era, but I have liked that AEW has felt in some ways like the original era these last few weeks and stuff. And, um, you know, there's been some of those original stars that have gotten some TV time and things like that. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, with all these people coming in that, again, we don't go through the same type of thing again, where people just get completely lost that were big, big parts of the company recently. But I like a lot of the direction that it's going and and to put some of those names in there is just going to be incredible for me more than anything. It's Osprey. Um, but I mean, Okada, all these, you know, Mercedes, I think could have some really, really good, really good matches um, where she has the time to work with and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. We're headed toward a we're headed toward an interesting era there for sure. Definitely, definitely, and it's like yeah. Well, so we're gonna so maybe some of our our, our what we predict will will change after tonight's Royal Rumble. I'm thinking because there might be some surprises. There may not. Who knows? Maybe the Rock will be in the Royal Rumble. You never know. You know. I mean, can you imagine the Rock coming out and winning the Royal Rumble and getting to take on uh, the uh, head of the table? That would be. I would hate, I hate that. that so much. I, know, I hate I, it so much. They're in Philadelphia. What do you expect? You remember they booed when Daniel Bryan came out 11th and got eliminated, okay? I'll never forget the boos that went through that place. And then The Rock tried to get Roman Reigns over, and they were booing him. So, yeah, it won't happen. But, I mean, they got to find – if they're going to – if that's what they want to do, they're going to have to find a way to get there, you know, what, we got three months now until WrestleMania. So They got plenty of opportunities to get there. No, that's true. Is it bad? I simultaneously don't want Cody to win, but then I want Cody to win just so he can finish the damn story already. He'll never, the story and, will And be- move on, move on to what's next. Story- I just want to take a DeLorean where we can all go back and see him win it last year when it would have been really awesome. I don't, at this point, it's, it feels like, yeah, just get it over with. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's going to win it again i don't think i think, he, I think he could win elimination chamber I, but I, I think punk pulls him out and then we get that match that they kind of teased a little bit on, Mon- on monday at wrestlemania or wherever they going is there a match is there a pay-per-view before that i think there is elimination chamber yeah the elimination, elimination chamber yeah. but which i mean you could easily set up i don't know if neither one of them wins tonight but i got i one, if not both of those guys, are going to be involved in title matches at at Mania. I have to believe, yeah. which would mean not against each other. Yeah, and well, I will mention Seth Rollins did come out in the beginning of Monday Night Raw and explained his injury and said that he hopes he can wrestle at WrestleMania. So obviously, he's going to he be- he exaggerated a bit too that it's not a three to four month injury. Yeah, no, he it's a but it's a one that will probably he probably won't be able to wrestle until WrestleMania. I'm guessing, you know uh maybe uh but we'll see i mean they don't you know they don't want you know it's it, it depends on if he has surgery or not they said and i'm guessing he isn't he probably is going to try to rehab it but uh, i'm thinking right now like the more that we talk it out like cody defends uh maybe they rush to it sooner but cody defends the universal championship against punk at SummerSlam. Uh, that makes sense i think i think they're just laying the groundwork right now but cody's got to go get the belt at mania and Punk needs to do some other things first, and Punk can certainly. I mean, you can move Punk into the thing with Rollins. Um, and maybe he ends up beating Rollins and stuff like that. But I, I don't, I don't think we're gonna get Cody versus Punk at Mania. I just don't think there's a logical way to, to get there with the titles and their current. <laughs> After you, know, you got to get the belt off yeah. of Roman Reigns. You have to do that immediately. I don't know. Every time I see those charts for you know who's held it longer. I mean, to be, it's, a, it's a joke at this point, though. To, it's to, like, yeah, 
oh i'm a wwe hall of famer yeah everybody is like you, you yeah. the what does it mean at this point when the dude's yeah. not around? To beat Bruno San Martino, you have to go two thousand eight hundred days. He's at one thousand three hundred yeah, something. He's he's not making that. He won't be in the company by that point. Yeah, that, that, that's like ten years. You know, I mean, uh, I wish we had full match records of everything so we could stop going by days and we could go by title defenses for the numbers. Oh, they have them, and it's nowhere close. Like oh, there's like a total defense every like three months or something like that. And those guys were defending them every week. I, think, I did like the tease days. this week with yeah. the yeah. with the new um, WWE wrestling game, and someone said, "True to life, Roman Reigns will be a playable character, but you can only use him once a month." <laughs> nice. So uh, I do want to mention one thing too, with the Rock being named to TK, you know, part of the board in TKO. It's kind of in, uh, unusual that his daughter suddenly was named to the general manager of NXT. Uh, they were pushing her towards that kind of role to begin with, though. Well, she was on SmackDown last night, too. She was hanging out with Aldis in the back, who someone kept calling the wrong name this past week. Uh, was it uh, Truth, I think? Our uh, truth was calling him Man and Pierce. Yeah, he was calling Man and Pierce, <laughs> which was hilarious. <laughs> By the way, our truth is a gem. I'm sorry. He's a gem. He makes me laugh. Uh, what, when you hear what he went through to get back to, to being part of wrestling, it's insane. He almost lost his leg. Really? I know it was a pretty bad uh, injury, you know? He, uh, well, he got infected afterwards too, and like they almost had to amputate his leg. Ooh, yeah. I, I loved it. He was calling. He wanted to know the uh, password for the Money in the Bank uh, briefcase, so he could put all that stack of money he had in there uh, on Monday Night Raw, which uh, also was pretty funny. I, the only one who likes they're it, not going to do it, but the the biggest pop, one of the biggest pops of all time, would be if our truth won the Rumble tonight. Oh my god! Imagine oh my like god. that that stadium would crumble to the ground because people would be going so nuts yeah yeah yeah, yeah that tap i like i know it, i know it's crazy but like i would love to see something like that i really would you, we want to see hogan get in there and see how <laughs> no no we don't i know no. we don't i know i'm joking but he he, he teased it you know i'm sure he'll be there he's in tampa you know that's where he lives so they only have four matches tonight I know, I know. I saw the lineup. It's like uh, it's fantastic. Two two one hour uh, matches involved in there as well. So, uh, you know, if you, at least one hour. You know, it's funny. Is someone posted when Shawn Michaels won the Royal Rumble in I think it was before WrestleMania, before he, before he beat Bret Hart, he won it in thirty eight minutes. Yeah, he won it. That was ninety five. Oh, ninety five. Okay, because they were doing. I we just watched that like two nights ago. And I remember thinking, like, I can't believe this is already over. But it was it was minute intervals for that, so uh, it flew by. Yeah, he won almost too fast. I hate to say that, but it was it was refreshingly fast. Yeah, he won yeah, that was when he won it in '95, and then he won it again in '96. Spoiler alert for anybody that's going to go watch it now. But yeah, who knows? Maybe Nick Mysterio will win it. You know, or or nah, my money's on Tom. Tom Mysterio. <laughs> You see the sign on Monday, Tom and Nick out in the crowd. So good. The, the best thing is these guys are just cracking themselves at this point. Like someone says something about getting a big head and JD McConnell goes, Hey, wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> they're, they're just trying to crack each other at this point. Yeah. yeah. Which is, and, and, I mean, honestly, that was part of the appeal of the bloodline there for a good amount of yeah. time too. It was the same type of thing. Yeah, so yeah. it were, it and, translates and well to the audience. Our truth talking about JD McDonough adding him on Venmo and having some shady transactions in there and 
Yeah. I didn't even hear that. He's he's, oh, yeah. He's walking around with that thick stack of money, and he lost it in the ring last week. It got all over the place. It was – sorry. It's just – you know, and it, it's funny. Is it, like, it seems like Damian Priest is the only one that enjoys him in the group, too, because he's like he's, – he, he's like, he just lets him follow him. Dad, come on. Let's go. Well, I like the stuff they were doing when they were traveling, too. Like, Rhea would take a picture of the group, and R-Truth is in the background. You can see him. It's just like, how does this keep happening? <laughs> I don't know, but it's enjoyable, and I'm sure it'll end soon. They'll they'll move R to somebody else, I'm guessing. But uh, the biggest mistake would be to not even have him in the rumble. He oh. has to be in the rumble. Yeah, he, he drew a number yesterday. Yeah, and okay, I'm pretty good. sure he's nine. I'm pretty sure yeah, he's nineteen. 19. Yeah. Because he goes, does this mean I have to quarantine? <laughs> <laughs> well, what's he gonna do? Is he gonna come out and put up a ladder again? You know, <laughs> I want to give them credit too. I love they brought back Tumblr balls, and they were. You know, they were drawing their numbers again yesterday. Those Pokemon balls they pull out of there, you know? Yeah. Well, again, and I haven't been paying full attention, obviously, but, like, is is it true that, like, they don't really have all that many people confirmed, announced ahead of time? I like, think there's only, like eight or, there's only, like, eight or nine in the men's and four in the women's. That's amazing. Props to props to them for doing it that way. That is and the, the only reason a couple are confirmed is because they drew numbers last night. Yeah, I'm guessing. I'm guessing we're going to see a few NXT people show up in it too, because they were. They, they made point to mention that all three brands are involved. Yeah, because yeah. they showed Carmelo it, Hayes. Because they had people last night from NXT. Uh, I'm fairly sure Trick Williams is going to be in there because the entire crowd was chanting "Look at Trick" last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trick, and, which was weird that they actually knew who he was because they never react to NXT people. Nope, nope. And Trick, Trick said, "I'm not out here to. I'm not out here to be your friend. I'm out here to save you for when we take each other on because they have a big match coming up on NXT sometime." In the well, they're tag team partners in the Dusty Classic on Tuesday. That is too true as well. So, so wow, what a show so far. We got a lot of news that we're going to go through right now. Um, that, uh, and by the way, Pete, yeah, Pete Dunn is back as Pete Dunn now. He's allowed to use the Pete Dunn Good. name. Yeah, so you know he uh, ever since his tag, who's his tag partner? Uh, uh, the other one, Tyler Bates. Yeah, Tyler Bates from NXT. Uh, that yeah, and and there's a lot of people claiming they're going to win. A lot of times, someone who claims they're going to win usually does. So Bianca Belair could possibly win. She keeps saying she's going to win the Royal Rumble. Well, I mean, why would you Has go in the Royal won Rumble, a Rumble before? What's that? I don't, I don't think so. Bailey's never won. No. She's the odds-on favorite as well. We've only had like especially four women r- Rumbles. You know, I think it's only been a couple. So especially with everything that's going on, Bailey's. Bailey's the odd on, odds on favorite. Yeah. Well, she, it was Bianca who was telling Bailey that she is going to win. So we will, yeah. And Bianca, and ba- Bailey's kind of getting edged out. Last night we did have a titles change. We had the Kabuki Warriors taking the, uh, the what do they call them, the undisputed tag titles or whatever, the ones that you have to defend on every brand. Uh, so the Kabuki Warriors did take the titles off of Caden uh, Carter and uh, what uh, – Katana Chance. Katana Chance. Katana Chance, which they, they both have different names than when they first came in, right? I mean, I know that. Caden Carter was always Caden Carter, but okay. they changed uh, Casey Canzaro's Casey, name. Yeah, Casey Canzaro, who's super tiny, anyways, oh, you know. But... This will be the seventh women's rumble. Okay, so there's only been a crazy few. times long. They've had no. Uh, they've had Asuka, no... Becky, yeah. Charlotte, Bianca, Rhonda, Rhea. And they've had no repeat winners yet. So, uh, and so... Bailey's time. Yeah, we will see. We will see. But so I'm going to go through some news right now uh, while we uh, are getting to that because we have to actually do our draws after the show ends. Probably should just yeah. Leave. Come on, let's wrap this up. We got to get some gambling underway here. <laughs> yeah, we, we probably should leave it on for everybody. Give them, a, you know, idea of how this. Come on, degenerates. <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, we did mention you know, everybody's money is good spreadsheet. here. I'm in way too many rumble pools this year. <laughs> well, Danger's got the balls, so he's got to do it all. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> that didn't sound Hey-o. right. <laughs> Sorry. Congrats. If you missed the beginning of the show, Vince McMahon, we announced Vince McMahon announced his resignation from TKO. If you want to know why, do a search online, read the uh, lawsuit, and then get ready to be disgusted. Um, uh, that Even though TKO first made a statement after after that came out saying, however, out of respect for WWE Universe, so this is what Vince said yesterday. He said, the extraordinary TKO business and its board members and shareholders, partners and constituents, and all the employees and superstars who helped make WWE into a global leader it, it is today. I've decided to resign from my executive cha- chairmanship and the TKO board of directors effective immediately. That's what Vince put out. Now, when eventually, originally the, uh, the lawsuit came out, TKO proceeded to put out a uh, statement saying that Vince really has no power over WWE, uh, you know, he, and what the day-to-day business. So he, they, uh, but uh, did not stop Slim Jim from saying, hey, Slim Jim has paused its sponsorship agreement with WWE in the wake of the sexual assault and sex trafficking lawsuit filed against Vince McMahon. Slim Jim gave the following quote, uh, Slim Jim values integrity and respect in all of our partnerships. Given the recent disturbing allegations against Vince McMahon, at this time we've decided to pause our promotional activity with WWE. The decision reflects in our commitment to our brand values and responsibility to our community. We will continue to monitor the situation and base our future engagements, engagements on our values and what's best for our brand. So uh, Slim Jim you know, said, and so then Vince McMahon said, oh, I guess I got to, retire because we're losing i'm making him lose a ton Mr. of man was told yeah pretty much yeah so um we also mentioned on the show starting in january 2025 monday night raw debuts on the usa network uh, i mean from usa network to netflix so january 2025 big huge deal we talked about it uh the rock and brad kwell have been added to tko board uh tko appoints uh dwayne johnson to the board of directors Johnson granted full ownership of trademark name The Rock, which, uh, you know, that's all he wanted, I'm guessing. Uh, You may have noticed on SmackDown last night that Kevin Patrick was gone. Kevin Patrick, formerly a member of the WWE SmackDown commentary team, alongside Corey Graves, has been relieved of his commentary duties. He was was released from the company later that week, this past week. We get Michael Cole and Corey Graves. I know that... um, I know that uh, the company, the people that like uh, you know, USA wanted them to have different announcers for the different shows. So they're probably going to replace uh, Kevin Patrick with somebody. Maybe, who knows, Booker T or somebody from uh, NXT might get bumped up into Kevin Patrick's role. It's got to be a play-by-play guy. It's got to be a play. You're right, and it's not Booker T then. So I don't know. I don't know. They, you know, they got rid of uh, the one guy who went to TNA, Tom, what was his name? Uh, Tom Phillips. Yeah, Tom, Tom Phillips. Yeah. And by the way, he's fought, He's awesome. I mean, he, they should have kept yeah. him because he would have fit in real well. For somebody that went to Penn State, he's pretty good. <laughs> you give me a little, eh, you know, besides that. Uh, but uh, he, uh, yeah, so so right now we don't know what's going to happen with uh, the SmackDown team. I'm guessing that it probably won't be uh, Michael Cole every week, but he was there last night because it was, like, decided this past week. If you are watching – wrestling tonight but you don't want to watch the royal rumble or you're going to watch this later on d and dvr AEW tonight has got the house of black is going to be taking on ftr and daniel garcia in an escape the cage elimination match thank you okay so this is something that had to be brought up (laughs) escape the cage i I, sometimes i feel like my brain doesn't work 
But can somebody please, for the love of God, explain to me, escape the cage elimination match? What? How do those two things go together? Like, you you leave the cage, and then that eliminates somebody from the other team, and then you come back in the cage? Like, clearly it's not that. But, like, what does that mean? Good question. I have no idea. Escape like the cage. You, you, how do you get eliminated that's if how you, you have to escape? That's how you would win sometimes is escape the cage, you know, in a cage match, but... You you leave the cage thinking your two partners are coming out at the same time as well, but then they don't, and then you can't get back in. Uh, I mean, that's not that wouldn't be a first, but like, I don't understand. Like, I just don't understand. I love. I, I know that I'm part of a a minority group of people who feel this way, but I love escape cage matches the most. I grew up on big blue cage oh yeah climb trying to climb out or maybe go through the door or whatever uh so i love those kind of matches but the elimination side of things just doesn't it logically i cannot like my brain hurts trying to figure out what this match means i'm thinking maybe it's simple as whoever gets out first wins you know may, you know then maybe you know i don't know it just doesn't say i much. mean elimination yeah, match makes me think that you've got it that like all three people on a team have to be individually eliminated. They have to get out to win. So you have to have, so eventually it'll be three on one. If you're getting that last person out of the cage, I don't know. But it's, if you're escaping the cage, you can't I don't know. eliminate. Get back in. Maybe there'll be a penalty box. <laughs> so and so this is going to be floating, king of the mountain, yeah. king of the cage, floating yeah. cage <laughs> over it. You know, there'll be a floating cage, uh, you know, uh, so lost. <laughs> So it'll be a good match, be, whatever it is. It'll I mean, be three cages. It'll be like World War Three, where you have the three cages and you got to escape down to the bottom one. Triple cage. <laughs> the weapons are in the top one or this middle one, you know. Oh. And at the bottom is like the faces of fear, and you got to take on Kevin Sullivan. And there's an electric. I'm picking Jimmy King to win. There's an electric chair in the <laughs> middle of the ring, and you got to get thrown into the electric chair and then get electrocuted, like uh, Abdullah the Butcher. Abdullah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, but not not only do we have that, we also have the Continental Crown Champion Eddie Kingston versus Willie Mack in a non-title match. Daniel Brian uh, Brian Danielson versus uh, Nagata. Uh, yeah, what like that? <laughs> when Nagata. they threw that out there during Dynamite, I was like, "What? Okay, good for Danielson getting that match." Yeah. I think that's what he, I think he wants to wrestle like everyone he wants to wrestle. You know, the guys he's like he because he like he enjoys wrestling. He, he should just go through the total what was that WCW NWO Revenge roster. <laughs> like, let's let's bring back a La Parka. Like, there's so many people we could bring in for for these dream matches. Yeah. There's a guy, Come on, there's Silver a man King. named Sting there. Like Silver King's dead. <laughs> uh, Danielson and Sting worked yet? I don't think that so. I don't think I don't, so. Hmm. I don't remember. You know. We got We're running Mar out of time here. We got Mariah May versus Lady Frost, and Serena Deeb is in action as well. On Monday Night Raw, after the Royal Rumble, you're going to get Damian Priest and Finn Balor versus Johnny Gargano and uh, Tommaso Ciampa for the undisputed WWE World Tag Team Champs, which championships, which is pretty cool. Kofi Kingston challenges Gunther for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Next week on Dynamite on AEW, you got Adam Page versus To Be Determined, Dealer's Choice. Swerve Strickland chooses a match for Page. Swerve Strickland is also going to be in action with a TBD dealer's choice. Adam Page chooses match for Swerve. And then we got Deanna Peraza versus Taya Valkyrie. And by the way, I don't know if you've seen the meme from Ring of Honor last week with Johnny TV. 
zipping backwards through this. Yes. <laughs> he laid, comes down on his knee and then he just like disappears. He just zips backwards through the, the uh, curtains, like about 40 feet away from him. It's like, he just, it, he's dragged away. It's amazing. I'm trying to figure out how they did it, you know, cause you don't see a, a wire or anything, you know? So, but, but yeah, obviously with the uh, Dalton Castle issues going on with Johnny TV, Dalton Castle was cutting a promo when it's that, my favorite feud in wrestling right now. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. The way that the the way that Dalton was throwing American cheese slices last week and stuff like it's just so it's so ridiculous. Disheveled Dalton is the is the best. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, um, there is a huge tag team on the horizon for AEW. Sting and Darby Allen last week challenged Ricky Starks and Big Bill for a title match, and they agreed until February seventh edition of Dynamite from Phoenix, Arizona. We'll probably see Sting and Darby Allen win the tag team titles. So Sting has tag team titles when he goes for his retirement match. Who knows? I'm just saying. Could be. I don't know. Uh, so are the Bucks getting the belts? Are Nicholas and Matthew getting the belts then at Revolution? <laughs> yeah, the, the new bosses. I love it. Uh, they, they, they're taking the EVP uh, position and turning him into a really snobs. You know, like asking why guys are showing up now you know, from backstage. And they go, well, you just showed up too. It's like, eh, you know. The I think they could have a lot of fun with this. Like we're we're yeah. really early into this uh, little gimmick change, but I, I think it could be fun. I do too. I do too. I think it, I'm enjoying. Why that. not play into it when they have to deal with these comments they're, they're all being, day every they're, day? They're being micromanagers. I love it. Are you kidding me? I love that. So, uh, or they're working their way towards being micromanagers. We'll see when they they, they uh, deal with other people, but. Uh, um, yeah, like I said uh, last night, the Kabuki Warriors duo of Asuka and Kar Kari Sane did beat Katana Chance and Kaden Carter to capture the undisputed WWE Women's Tag Championship. So you do that right before WrestleMania. I don't, you know, I mean, before uh, Royal Rumble this weekend, I thought, you know, it's just kind of interesting that uh, they picked that time to do it. I, I, you know, I don't know, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, former pro wrestler Ice Train, Harold Hogue died on Tuesday at the age of 56. The news was shared on social media by Diamond Dallas Page, who did not list cause of death. But you might remember, I remember Ice Train. I remember he had him in uh, um, it was Scott Norton, Scott Fire and Ice. Yeah, Fire and Ice, man. It was like, uh, we're talking old school, before the NWO WCW, you know? And uh, uh, yeah, I remember. <clears throat> I, uh, he was, uh, I remember everyone, he was fan favorite, even though he was a uh, tagging with a bad guy, you know, I thought it was pretty, I liked him a lot. I, you know, it's a shame. I know he was a trainer too, as well. I know he came through the uh, power plant as well. Um, but, uh, we sent the best out to his family. It's a shame. Um, the hall of famer, Steve Austin hinted that he'll be in a commercial that'll air during the NFL's biggest game of the year, Super Bowl. uh, rail snake. He posted some photos on his, uh, his, uh, uh, um, Instagram with him with this like nasty huge mullet kind of looked like Joe Dirt with muscles you know uh, I don't know if you guys saw that it was uh, definitely it's it, a majestic mullet don't make fun of that mullet oh my god it was it was yeah it, it's something so we do have the uh, uh, of course in the Tropicana field tonight we have the Royal Rumble and like I mentioned earlier Sonia Deville has been working to come back maybe a, a surprise Jade Cargill as well. I don't know of any other surprises we thought of. You know, I mean, obviously, some have maybe been erased due to these lawsuits going on. So, uh, you know, kudos to uh, uh, if, they, if Jade makes her appearance, great. I'm excited. You know, I mean, a lot of people have been very critical about her training. 
uh, with AEW, but she trained with uh, with AEW's training school. So and Cody Rhodes, right? Wasn't he like the? Didn't he like run the training school in AEW? I mean, he has- well, he and QT Marshall were running the Nightmare Factory training and stuff in Atlanta that she was doing. Yeah, um, mostly, and then she was working a lot with Danielson on early on show days too. So, so I saw people, you know, being critical of her her skills. I don't know. I thought she was okay. She got better. She improved time. a lot. Well, yeah. I mean, there was still obviously plenty of room to continue to grow, but she improved a lot while she was there. Oh, big time, big time. So uh, Dark Side of the Ring gets its uh, season five premiere date. That's right. If you watch the Dark Side of the Ring on Vice TV, March 5th for the anticipated fifth season. Along the announcement, it was revealed what topics this year episodes would cover, including uh, stories on Chris Adams, who it was on this show before. Chris Adams was a guest on the Pain Clinic before. Uh, Sensational Sherry, uh, Terry Gordy, uh, Black Saturday. That's the day that Vince McMahon bought T- bought uh, World Championship Wrestling from TBS or whatever it was. He bought the time slot on TBS, and people tuned in to watch WCW and uh, WWE's uh, – syndicated program was on they, they call that black saturday uh chris colt i'm not really sure of the story sandman earthquake harley race buff bagwell and brutus beefcake i can imagine brutus beefcake oh boy uh buff bagwell as well looking for his man purse so uh u.s champion Lee- i i love that uh so last week not to go fully into it but like yeah. scorpio was at esw and uh so like I, I got a chance to chat with him a little bit and then I, I had with me a uh, a promo photo from WCW ninety three that like Marcus Alexander Bagwell had already signed and I was gonna have Scorpio sign it and uh never got around to doing that um that day. But then I saw that Dark Side of the Ring teaser where Scorpio is just clearly not a fan of buff bagwell at all and i was like man i wonder what he would have said if i had presented him with that to to sign it <laughs> now i'll never I, I don't i don't know i can't say i'll never know but oh man it would have been interesting definitely definitely maybe maybe he would have drawn like on the face like some of the guys did at the ballpark brawl back in the day drew on each other's faces on the autographs i'm surprised dark side of the ring isn't coming to us for some of these because man we had buff bagwell when he was having those bad days he had come up here and did things and you know and bruce beefcake as well i I think uh brian christopher would be more of a topic that we have to be able to talk on that's true brian oh my god yes brian christopher yeah oh boy they had to nix one of them, I guess. It was on Mike Awesome, apparently, because his 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 uh, his widow or whatever said that she did not want them to do the story. But Mike Awesome is a great story, too. I would love to see them do the one where Mike Awesome lost to Taz when he had the ECW title because he signed a contract with WCW before he relinquished the championship in ECW. That was, I think that's a great story. Even if it doesn't make people look great, you know, I still think, you know, what, remember it shocked the world when it happened, so... Someone from WWE beat someone from WCW for the ECW title. I just remember how crazy that was, you know, uh, and that definitely is a dark side of the ring story. So um, some, some other news champion, U S champion, Logan Paul announced in an Instagram video that he had just renewed his contract with WWE. He didn't say for how long, but it might be multiple years, especially if he can do what he did this past year and still allowed him to do what he likes to do, which is fine. Well, he said he, he said it's time to stop taking it as a hobby and start taking it more as a full-time job as well. So I think you're going to see him more. Oh boy. I don't know. Yeah. He's, I mean, I'm looking forward to Kevin Owens knocking him out tonight. Hopefully that's the case. Um, let's see. I'll skip that one. We already talked about Vince's uh, lawsuit, uh, response to the lawsuit from Janelle Grant, who 
posted lots of terrible stuff. Mustafa Ali is headed to TNA Wrestling during Thursday's Impact episode. A video package was shown discussing the gradual change happening, and towards the end of the video, Ali made an appearance and expressed his agreement with a message. Uh, last September, Ali was among the WWE talents who were released. Following the departure, he worked a lot of independent dates. So uh, well, that's only been recently. They've only had been opened up recently. And all I got left is the uh, the Royal Rumble. We got two Rumble matches. We've got Logan Paul versus Kevin Owens for the U.S. Championship. Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, L.A. Knight, and A.J. Styles in a four way for the Universal Championship. And then we have uh, the two Rumble matches. So that's that's was it four matches. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. We're going to get. Uh, I think there'll probably be some more. I'm guessing. Maybe I didn't get them all down on there. But ten, no, that's that's everything. That's it, that's it huh? Wow. Good. Good. So I'm sure they'll throw something in on the pre-show or something, you know. But that's this week in wrestling. It went in almost 90 minutes this week on the Pain Clinic. I want to thank everybody who has uh, been following along with us. We we're we're excited. We like I said, we're degenerates. We have to do our we have to pick our uh, our, the, our numbers for the rumble as soon as we get done. So we will be doing that. You can you can assume for just a few more, probably another 10, 15 minutes here once we get done. But man, I'm sure there'll be plenty of news coming out of the rumble as well as uh, we'll get more. You know, on the uh, who knows they they could probably do a whole season of dark side of the rings on vince mcmahon you know could <laughs> i could just imagine you know but uh the, we'll have more news on that as well and i want to thank everybody for being in the chat room thank you guys thank you rennie george everybody who's in there i saw some fake names i've never seen before pat of course as well uh but there's yeah thank you for everyone for hanging out and putting messages ira and uh we will uh, be back next week, of course, as we always are. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Danger. Thank you, DC. And we will see you guys, same bat time, same bat channel, next week.